then during COVID, we gave back to the frontline workers. Um, for every milkshake purchased, um, we gave a milkshake back to frontline workers. So that was really, really nice uh, to see that, you know, give them, reward them a little bit for their hard work during uh, the pandemic. The Halal Food Podcast, brought to you by Halal Run, the number one guide to halal eating options in North America. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Halal Food Podcast by Halal Run. On our show, we interview the entrepreneurs and the talent powering the halal food industry in North America, and we also feature and celebrate inspiring Muslims from all walks of life. Today's guest is Imad Al-Shmuri, who is the founder and owner of Yegg Burger in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Imad's menu and food is a labor of love and mouth-watering. But what impresses us about Imad just as much is his commitment to using his restaurant, his halal establishment, as a means of supporting and connecting with the community. If you like what you hear on this interview, make sure to smash that like button and drop us a comment saying hi. Now, without further delay, over to the conversation with Imad. And we're here today with Imad El Shmuri, the founder of Yegg Burger in Edmonton, Alberta. Imad, assalamu alaikum. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Um, as I was mentioning earlier, I'm originally Canadian, so it's always great to, to get some, uh, some Canadian uh, establishments on. Um, so, Imad, we would love to start, our readers would love to, or our listeners, viewers would love to, to hear about your story, right? Um, were you, you know, when did you come to Canada? What was your background and how you got into the, the food business? Well, born and raised in Edmonton. Um, moved around a little bit uh, within Alberta. Dad was an entrepreneur. Um, as a kid, I remember enjoying cooking. Even I remember as a kid, uh, probably about seven, eight years old, preparing lunches for my siblings uh, before school, waking up early in the morning to watch some cartoons. And um, a few years ago, um, I left the corporate world to pursue something I've been uh, dreaming about and thinking about for a very long time. So it's been five and a half years, and alhamdulillah, so far, so good. Alhamdulillah. So uh, a couple of quick questions. First, I'd like to say I have three younger siblings, and none of them has ever cooked me anything. So <laughs> your, your siblings are very lucky. Uh, secondly, uh, what, were you, what was your career path before you got into food? This is always interesting to see. So I've done a lot of things, but um, I was in the real estate, selling real estate for a few years. And then be, right before uh, opening Yag Burger was uh, nine years uh, in operations management at Canada Post. So in the operations industry. And I think with my food skills and management experience with management and operations, it set me up to um, be successful here. It teaches you a lot being in the corporate world. So uh, being in the corporate world was um, an experience for sure. Meeting a lot of good people and just managing people. So I think that's helped us out here quite a bit, especially, well, with the passion that I had as a kid for food and cooking and, you know, just seeing people being happy through food, um, I think is really added to uh, the community here. 
Yeah, that's great. And I would imagine the real estate background helped as well because so much of food is kind of the real estate that you occupy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was into residential real estate, but um, I know a little bit about commercial real estate. It is, you know, like they say, location, location, location. Um, for us, we weren't, um, actually, we're not in the best location, but kind of a diamond in the rough, kind of a hidden gem. Um, you have to find us. Um, but I do love our community. This is a community, actually, I grew up in, in the community of Carnarvon. And I actually went to Carnarvon Elementary as a kid. So um, came back to our community. So it's very interesting that I'm back here. That's great. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the specific concept and idea for Yegburger. What, you know, what made you decide once you got into the food business that you would start a burger uh, uh, establishment? Uh, and uh, how did you come up with a specific vision for this? Well, I wasn't um, exactly happy uh, in the corporate world. Um, it's very political. It's very, you know, it's just a little bit different than what I like. But my passion was cooking and food. And I always thought Edmonton needed a good burger restaurant. And why not make it 100% halal? So at the time, I was a big foodie. Um, I traveled a lot to um, a lot of the world to, you know, specifically eat. Um, and I said, why not add to the Edmonton community, not only the Muslim community, but specifically the Edmonton community, um, a product that's fresh, never frozen, everything made from scratch. So I figured, you know what, let's take the chance. Um, I was 39 years old at the time. And I said, you know what, if I don't do it now, um, I'm not going to be able to do it in my later years. That's fantastic. And then. Once you decided to do it, right? Um, well, first, what's the tell us the story behind the name, Yeg? You know what? It was uh, from a couple friends. We had a group chat, and I was in. There was a few other names uh, that we wanted to pick, but Yeg was uh, trending really well on social media, and a lot of people used it. And it's the Edmonton Airport code. So um, five and a half years ago, it was starting to become pretty popular. And then I was like, yeah, why don't we roll with that? I think I could provide um, a good product for to represent Yeg. And, um, you know, the community has responded really well. So I think we do represent uh, this community really well and put out a good product. For sure. And now I uh, haven't tried your burgers, but uh, I am, uh, you know, I've looked at your menu a couple of times. Um, one of the hardest things for me about recording this podcast at, you know, noon where i am is that i'm extremely hungry and your menu is making me even more hungry uh, that. so 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 i want to want to ask about you know you've got a lot of very cool sort of burgers and sandwiches on your menu right some very unique some very classic how did you come up with developing your menu and uh and what are some of the things you do that's kind of special and unique with your food and your menu um Inspired by, you know, chefs that I've followed for a long time, uh, Bobby Flay, Gordon Ramsay, the Food Network in general. Um, it took me a few months to come up with a menu. I'm very meticulous um, of things I do. Um, even, for example, like our mushroom burger, we do fresh mushrooms, but we also barbecue them before making the sauce. So we extract a lot of the water because mushrooms have uh, a lot of water in them. And it gives it a little bit of that uh, barbecue flavor the char flavor when uh, you put it in the sauce. 
So that's what we do. And that was actually just watching the Food Network. Bobby Flay was making a pasta sauce, an Alfredo sauce, and he barbecued mushrooms before putting them in the sauce. So I was like, you know what? What a great idea. A lot of restaurants use canned mushrooms. And I said, I would never do that. And I said, that's even like a, a little bit of step above. So we barbecue an entire case of mushrooms, extract the water out, and then we chop up the mushrooms and put them in the sauce. So it changes it a little bit. It's not just throwing mushrooms into, you know, some cream and making a sauce. It gives us a little advantage, I would say, and a little bit more creativity. Wow. I didn't mention I love mushrooms and I love burgers. <laughs> so, so you are killing There's nothing better than barbecued yeah. mushrooms. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so what would you say? I mean, again, looking at your menu, Imad, uh, what are the top like two or three most popular items that, you know, the ones that sell the most? Um, we have a burger that is my personal favorite. I always recommend it to everyone. It's called the 152 burger. It's got coleslaw and potato chips on it, and it's got a house-made barbecue sauce. That's probably one of the most popular. Um, we're really known as well for the buttermilk chicken burger. Um, and that's really put us on the map. Um, there's days here where all we're serving is buttermilk chicken burgers. So we've made that. It first started off to be just a buttermilk chicken burger. You could have a regular now. You can have a regular spicy, honey hot, buffalo. And we recently introduced a Nashville hot chicken burger from that buttermilk chicken burger. So it's prepared almost the same way um, in the beginning as the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Um, we put it into the burger form, and um, it's pretty fantastic. That when we we do a burger of the month here, when we did that one uh, for the first time, we sold more chicken than beef over the weekend. So it was quite surprising, and uh, it was nice to see that um, that took off so well. Wow, yeah, that's uh, it, it. I mean, it doesn't shock me because it looks like very unique and very awesome. Um, what? Um, what, Imad, what would you say, we always ask this question, what percentage of your customers would you say are Muslim versus non-Muslim? Because it's always interesting to see like how much of a concentration there is. Yeah, you know what, we found that out during the past few Ramadans. Um, you know, with Muslims fasting, you're not going to see them until after sundown. So we're actually pretty successful in actually 2021, May, we had uh, Ramadan was happening during that month and we had our most successful month um, on record without Ramadan. There was uh, a lot of Muslims coming in uh, for Iftar, so that was uh, really nice, but I would say about 15% is, uh, is Muslim based for sure. 15-1-5. Yeah, 1-5. So we have a lot of followings through the non-Muslim community, and I actually, um, that was really, really nice uh, to see. And I try to market the business for everybody. It has to be marketed for everybody because we're all part of this community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, one last menu question, because again, I'm staring at your menu and I can't help it. Uh, tell me a bit about the falafel burger. I know your, your family background is Lebanese. And this looks like an item where you kind of brought some of that, you know, to, to bear. Yeah, we wanted to do, have a vegetarian and a vegan option. And what better than falafel? Um, it's a homemade falafel. It's made actually by a friend. Um, I'm not going to give him a plug right now, but uh, it's made by a friend. And it's actually very, very good. 
Uh, Taney is made in-house. Um, it's pretty popular. We get it with a lot of catering orders. Um, we go through quite a bit of it, actually. Let me ask you a question about the falafel burger because um, we've, we've had other uh, guests on. There's a, there's a great Middle Eastern restaurant in San Diego called Tahini. Uh, founded by a couple of Arab founders. I've actually heard one of it. was Egyptian. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one is Egyptian and one is Syrian. And they had this great debate internally about, like, should the falafel be made out of chickpeas or fava beets? So where do you come out on that sort of uh, oh, very deep fundamental it's, issue? It's, it's interesting. When it comes to Lebanese and Arabic cuisine, I'm not an expert. Um, my cuisine is usually, you know, a little Italian. Um, I could do and a little bit more Western. I'm uh, a master on the barbecue, um, but I think chickpeas for sure. But I've tasted Palestinian uh, falafel, and man, it's pretty good. I put it up there for sure. Yeah, I just eat it all. I keep it simple. <laughs> 100%. I'm not biased against any of it. <laughs> so, Imad, where do you get where do you get your halal uh, meat from? Like the chicken and the beef, like what, what, how, what's the supplier situation? Uh, we get it from a local supplier and um, it's triple A Angus halal that comes in from a slaughterhouse that's only halal. Um, so the entire slaughterhouse is halal. Um, so it comes in daily, um, fresh beef and fresh chicken. Um, I'll give him a plug for sure. It's uh, Wild Game Consultants. He's been um, tremendous with our growth. Um, I have a great relationship with him. We're pretty much brothers now, so he's uh, an amazing person. That's amazing. Wild Game Consultants, based out of Edmonton as well. Based out of Edmonton, yeah. That's fantastic. We, you know, we love seeing the community supporting kind of one another. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, to that point, let's let's get into that a bit. Ahmad, you said you know you are involved in the community. You try to support communities. We love seeing when you know halal establishments help their community, whether it's the Muslim community or the, whatever their broader local community is. So can you talk a bit about, of, you know, about your involvement in the community? You know, when first opening this restaurant, I never thought that I would be or have a present in the community, but it's taken me there and it's actually very rewarding. Um, we try to do campaigns through my social media manager um, to give back to the community, the Muslim community and the non-Muslim community. So we've done um, a few campaigns with Nisa Homes. We've done uh, the food bank, um, local food bank, and every, anything else we have. We, we've done Stollery as well, too. And then during COVID, we gave back to the frontline workers. Um, for every milkshake purchased, um, we gave a milkshake back to frontline workers. So that was really, really nice uh, to see that, you know, give them, reward them a little bit for their hard work during the uh, the pandemic and then for us to give back and it's very rewarding um, i've had my children involved in it too um, so they've seen some uh, reward and learned some lessons through giving back to the community that that's fantastic we're big fans of that when when we see that um and, and speaking of community Imad, who are i always like asking this what are some of the other halal restaurants or food establishments in edmonton that you like to go to eat, you know, besides your own? You know what? I put a, I put a strong emphasis on supporting local. Uh, halal, <clears throat> halal or not halal. Um, but I have to give credit um, to two restaurants, really. Uh, one is called Laziza, and they serve uh, fantastic pizza, fantastic lasagna. 
Um, they do a little bit of uh, Arabic cuisine too. They have hummus and and baba uh, ganoush and fatouche and stuff like that. So they support us. They're here all the time. I'm there all the time. Uh, the second restaurant um, would be Castle Bake. It's not too far from us. They're big supporters of us, and I am a huge supporter of them. Uh, my kids love it there. It's traditional Arabic uh, breakfast, Lebanese breakfast. So you get your full, your fatty, your leaven. Uh, it's just fantastic. So those are the two restaurants, really, um, that they support me locally, and I support them. And regardless of them supporting me, I, I, I'm going to support them because great people, great food. And I like I love that to be in that environment. Now you mentioned you know local, uh, and that was that's you know that's always very kind of uh, heartwarming for us, right? To see people focus on their local communities, supporting other other establishments. You have one location right now, is that right? Um, what is your vision, or what are your plans for possible expansion, if any? It's funny that you ask that. Um, we have been in talks and an offer on the table for our south side location. So we found a spot. Prior to COVID, we were looking um, to move downtown or south. Um, so I had an experience. We sponsored, um, it's called the Moskers, Muslim Independent Movie Association, something like that. I'm sorry if I missed that plug, but they're called the Moskers. So I sponsored them and we went to a show and we used to do uh, a little barbecue after on their for their after party. And when I was there, I didn't recognize anybody. And this is the Winspear Center full of Muslims. And I said, this is very interesting. Our community is growing so much. So at one of the breaks, um, a plug, our plug came in. We're on the screen. And the whole crowd cheered. And I was like, what? Like, so, so very surprised, very humbled. And I was like, this is so foreign to me. Like, I never thought this would happen. So everyone's from the south side um, of Edmonton. And I said, wow, that's crazy. So I said, our next opportunity would be opening in the south side. So right now we have a location. We've uh, made our offer. It's actually got accepted. But we're just going through um, some of the steps after. But come 2023, we should be south Edmonton. Inshallah, uh, we're rooting Inshallah. for you. That sounds that sounds in phenomenal. Um, and actually, no one knows of this. I've actually kept it secret, so you're the one of the first. You you heard it here first on the Halal Run podcast, everybody. This is this is really exciting, um, and, and it's a big leap going from one to two, right? It's it's almost as Huge. big a leap as going from zero to one. Yeah. Um, so Inshallah, best of luck with that. So a couple more questions, Imad, before we wrap up. One is um, you're speaking of going to the next location. One thing that we at Halal Run have been impressed about with the egg is your marketing, right? Your social presence is really good. Your, your assets are, are really good. Your, your website's good. Uh, tell me about sort of how you do your marketing and how you think about sort of investing in marketing, you know, that's been so successful for you. Well, we do market, marketing only through social media. Um, I can't take any credit for this. I take credit for some of the ideas, um, but I am not a tech-savvy guy. Um, I have a social media manager, Susan. She's absolutely fantastic. And a friend who's helped me on the way, Adam Nashman. He's helped me with my website 
and a few other technical things. But, um, yeah, I can't take that credit for sure. Um, Susan Sharara for sure. Um, she's my social media manager, and I'll give her all the credit. But we try. Shout, shout out to Susan. Shout out to Susan. She's sitting right next to me. So I uh, appreciate her and everything she does. One of the things that I like to key on is things that are really natural and organic. I don't like to post anything that is like um, not from the heart. So things that we post, we like to keep them organic. If I don't feel that um, it's natural, we're not posting it. And it's not just because, and it's very weird that some of our posts um, that are just, they come up, just pop up in my head, do the best. So one of our posts was, there was a shortage in Sriracha. Um, we had barely any left and our buttermilk chicken burger is marinated partly in Sriracha. So I called Susan and I said, Hey, why don't we put out a post for every bottle, closed bottle of Sriracha that you bring in, you get a free burger of your choice. And there was a huge shortage and the response of the community was incredible. A good friend, um, was actually in Saskatchewan at a grocery store and said, there's like 50 or 60 bottles here. You want me to get them? I said, yeah, absolutely. And she didn't want anything in return. She just wanted what she paid. And I was like, man, that is um, absolutely fantastic of her. That really actually helped us out by giving some to Castlebay. I was over there and they ran out. So I said, yeah, I'll give you guys 10 bottles. So it not only helped me, it helped them. But that was uh, one of our most engaged, uh, I would say, um, plugs for sure on social media and we do a lot, a lot, a lot of other things that um, are really organic and you know give back to the community and represent the community so that's really how I look at um, advertising is mainly through social media that's fantastic um, all right la last couple of questions Imad, that we like to ask everybody one is because you know we're, we're about halal food but we're also about the Muslim community and we like people celebrating one another. Who are, you know, one or two or more, as many as you want, uh, Muslim um, Canadians or Muslim Americans uh, who are accomplished uh, in any of their own ways that, that you admire and why? You know what? Um, I thought of this and I think the most influential probably for the past uh, 10, 12 years would be uh, Sheikh Omar al-Suleiman. I believe he's out of Dallas. Um, I think he's a humble individual. Um, he's a great representation of Islam and what Islam should be. Um, he represents not only the Muslim community, but the non-Muslim community. Um, he was the forefront, you know, in, in the front of, uh, you know, being, being supportive of many, many, many different communities um, in his uh, region and also throughout America. I got to see him about 12, 13 years ago when he uh, visited um, Edmonton. And I think he's just an amazing person and great for our Muslim community. So that's the one guy really has had a lot of influence uh, when it comes to me being as a person and following our religion. That's great. Um, and this is not the first time we've heard his name mentioned. So he, he clearly is, has a, a tremendous amount of influence and is doing uh, good. Um, so last question, Imad. Uh, what is 
just to sort of bring it all together, what is the best part for you of owning and running your own food, halal food establishment? You know what, honestly, um, seeing people happy through food. I think my mom's taught me that throughout my whole life. Even if she's mad at us or we've done something wrong, she'd be like, call me and say, come over, I made something. Um, so, you know, spreading our love and what I'm very passionate about through food. And I tell my staff here that make every item like you're making it for yourself. Every single item needs to go out like you're making it for yourself. And as long as you put love and passion into what you do, and that doesn't matter what it is, um, I think that's the most rewarding. Um, I think second would be, and I never thought this would be part of you know owning a restaurant, is giving back to the community and being such an influence on the community. Um, we could always do better for sure. Um, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me the opportunity to give back through the restaurant. Imad, um... I just want to say, you know, thank you so much, not just for being on on the on our podcast, but also for all that you and, and Yeg are doing. Um, you know, it, it speaks a lot about about your establishment that we sitting thousands of miles away have noticed what you're doing. Uh, and we're very excited to see uh, halal food establishments, Muslim Canadians, Muslim North Americans. Uh, accomplish the sorts of things that you are and it's it's an inspiration and a, and a help to the whole community so thank you so much from all of us thank you so much for the invitation and the opportunity all right see you soon Assalamualaikum. Okay, Assalamualaikum. thanks for joining us halal run is the number one guide to halal eating options in north america we feature over thirteen thousand establishments in over 2,000 cities on our website you can find it at halalrun.com and you can also find us on all our socials where our handle is at Halal Run. If you like this interview and it was valuable to you, we ask that you please subscribe so we can continue to bring you more great content. Until next time.